Welcome to Residential Tech Talks. I'm Jeremy Glowacki, Executive Editor of Residential Tech Today. In this episode, I'm joined by John Robbins, the Executive Director of the Home Technology Specialist of America, HTSA. They're a consumer electronics buying group that in recent years has become one of the most progressive leadership organizations in the residential tech integration business. Although he's too modest to take credit, it was John's leadership and vision that pushed the group into new technology categories that the rest of the industry and media embraced later on. Hey, John, thanks for joining me today. How are you holding up with this, uh, this crazy world of Zoom that we're living in these days? <laughs> Um, well, I will tell you, I I have sampled, Jeremy, a few of the different uh, virtual meeting sites. Uh, and, I, you know, I used to use GoToMeeting regularly. Um, and and I will tell you, uh, I've, I'm kind of converting over to Zoom because it seems to be a little more user friendly and a little bit less uh, kludgy. So um, so I'm, I'm becoming an expert on uh, on what are the best virtual meeting sites uh, <laughs> and platforms. I, I was listening to somebody else's uh, podcast the other day and they're like, what happened to Skype in this whole thing? Like, how did it how was it that Zoom zoomed in and became like the the status quo for everyone all of a sudden. It's well, crazy. Well, you know what it is? I think I found that, number one, Zoom's been really good if you've got a good camera, of which I do not, by the way. My camera sucks. Uh, but <laughs> I will tell you that the on my computer, I will tell you that uh, that the uh, the new iPhones, the cameras on them are spectacular. And by the way, the one I'm looking at of you right now is pretty good. So, um, so uh, yeah, there's there's all kinds of little things, uh, nuances to to some of these platforms that I'm learning about. So Absolutely. we have been. Uh, I will tell you, HTSA, we have been living on Zooms uh, the, for the last four to five weeks, obviously. Um, and uh, we're probably accounting for between Tom, Keith, and myself, um, probably eight to ten hours a day uh, wow. that, we're, that we're putting on Zoom. So, so are you getting outside and getting some fresh air at all during the day? I, I, I am. When the weather's nice, you can't go to the gym, obviously, and I refuse right. to work out in the garage with my wife because um, <laughs> uh, she'll make me feel like an idiot. But uh, I've been able to get outside and do do some pretty brisk walks when the weather. Fortunately, the weather's starting to break, and uh, and uh, it's a good time to uh, try to get some exercise in. And and I say a whole lot of prayers while I'm doing my brisk walk. So uh, so it's uh, <laughs> definitely different times, and you're thankful for different things. So. so while you're out there, are you in an area that has a lot of people? Or are you pretty uh, pretty rural? Well, it's interesting. We we live at the Jersey Shore. So during the winter uh, and early spring, it's pretty sparsely populated. Uh, it, by Memorial Day, this place loads up from Memorial Day to Labor Day. Um, and uh, we just don't know what's going to happen here. Um, it is in New Jersey, so we're still a hot spot. And as a matter of fact, with Jersey, it's interesting because Southern Jersey has become, you know, as Northern Jersey's gotten past its peak, um, Southern Jersey's still a, kind of a hot spot, uh, and we're in, in Southern Jersey. So uh, there are people out there, and the the 
places where I would walk, like on the boardwalk, um, which is a block from my house, uh, it's closed. Um, right. The beaches are closed. The boardwalk's closed. So, uh, you know, I'm walking on streets and you just try to keep your distance. That's all. Absolutely. Well, um, I know I want to get into talking about activities with the group that uh, you've been doing to try to keep everyone engaged and, and hopeful and, you know, uh, in business, you know, that type of thing. Um, but first, I'd like to acknowledge that, you know, you were able to be kind of on the, the forefront of canceling your spring event, your in-person event, which I was, you know, frankly, relieved to see at the time that it happened, just because we we're getting in that spell where there were decisions being made without a lot of information. We we're hope, hoping that we could get some, some stuff done. I ended up at an event that I didn't really want to be at and was regretful the whole way home that I might be infecting my family because I'd been around too many people. Fortunately, that didn't happen, but uh, it, it was uh, it was a tough thing, probably in a leadership position, to have to to be, you know, to to decide I'm not going to have this event, deal with cancellation fees if there are any, you know, different sponsorship dollars that you're losing, and but the health of your of your membership obviously is the number one thing, right? So you had you had to do that, but um, you, you guys are are working on. The, the virtual thing at this point and keeping in touch. So um, tell me a little bit about how you're keeping in, in contact, um, what types of meetings you're having, you're breaking it down into smaller groups or what are you doing to engage? So, so I'll break down what we've done for the last, uh, actually we had a vendor meeting last week um, and we've had a variety of different meetings, but, um, and, and in the vendor meeting last week, we actually put up a slide of, of how, the progression has worked, what each week has brought. Um, so, um, and, and by the way, thank you for that, uh, uh, noticing that we canceled early. Um, uh, candidly, I'll, I'll give credit to Samsung because when I saw that they canceled, I was actually in Chicago at that time meeting with a lighting vendor and I was at O'Hare waiting to come home and that was March 4th. Uh, and it had just come out that Samsung was canceled for the following week. Um, and, and I was at O'Hare and I'm sitting there and I'm looking around and I'm seeing all these people, uh, you know, in, in small and I'm saying something doesn't feel right. So call it an old man's uh, intuition, I guess. <laughs> and at that point, I made the decision when, uh, when I get home, I'm grounding everybody and we're going to cancel. And we've handled all the situations with canceling, which has been challenging, but we've gotten past it. Um, but what we've been doing, we, we started looking at it. We said, well, OK, four weeks ago, the first week was dealing with the shock of it all that that so many of our members were, you know, in markets that they had uh, stay in place orders had been instituted. Uh, and I think the first week was a shock. And the, what we needed to do was to communicate with these guys and just get a, an idea of their sentiments and let them allow them to vent and allow them to uh, to, to tell us where they are. Uh, and, and that's what we did. And we did that kind of um we i think we had a couple of uh optional member principal meetings um zoom meetings and we allowed them to do that the second week um we started to establish uh zoom uh uh meetings uh we continued with zoom member principal meetings and we started to talk about 
outbound messaging with regard to reaching out to um, to clients and what to be saying to them. And yeah. we even scripted uh, how to communicate with clients and how to, it was very important that we didn't want to go out and sound like ambulance chasers. Um, right. And we just wanted to reach out and talk about their well-being. We, we, uh, so we wanted to talk about, uh, I'm sorry, let me step back. Second week was working on PPP and the SBA right. loans. That was all the vendor uh, or the member principal meetings were all about PPP, comparing notes, who's doing what. Uh, we found out that applications varied from bank to bank. Um, and certain banks, there were so many questions and so much stuff that was, that was just people weren't aware of. And we worked through all of those things and we, we gathered as much information as we possibly could. And we spoke to as many people as we could, uh, and we communicated again. Third week was the reach out, um, which was a couple of weeks ago and what it sounds like. In addition to that, we met with many vendors who offered us, uh, either products or programs that would coincide with the reach outs that we were doing. Uh, an example is Sonance had a bundle, an outdoor bundle that we didn't have to make any human contact on. If we went right. out to clients and we offered it to them and we had some really interesting concepts of how to present it, how to do it. We've had other outdoor vendors showing us things. We've had network vendors talking about upgrading uh, clients' Uh, networks. And we talked about all these different opportunities that we had to reach out and how to connect with our clientele. As you know, we have regular relationship science curriculums that we've developed over the last year with Keith Esterly. And Keith did a lot of this, this whole outbound messaging. And we've got a, as a matter of fact, this week we'll have a, an hour long webinar from Keith uh, we've got 75 of our salespeople registered for it on Thursday to talk about, he, here's what it looks like. Uh, we're continuing that level. Last week's, uh, in, in the week-long things, last week's was, how are we going to go back to work? And what's this going to mean? As the peak, One of the things that we came up with during this whole process was to be looking at the peaks in various markets. The fluidity of this situation is that it varies from market to market. Metro New York started getting killed four weeks ago. Um, you know, these guys were out of business, um, whereby our guys in Phoenix, Arizona, was business as usual. Not, you know, they didn't even feel it. Some of the more rural areas, they didn't feel it. So we have encouraged our members to watch the peaks on, on, uh, on healthdata.org. I don't know if you've seen that website or not. Yeah. Uh, that that so we're able to look at by state where the peaks are and where we're going to start. Hopefully, if people observe the social distancing, we'll start to see the flattening of the cur curve, and it gives us an indication of when we may be able to tell our members we think you're probably going to be going back to work. So, for instance, I spoke to a member this morning in Detroit, and it looks to me they're on the downside of the curve. I would think that that, and that governor's been really close on how she's allowing things to happen. But it looks to me that they'll probably be able to start getting guys back to work May 1st. Um, so so we're, we're monitoring all these things. Uh, so back to your original question. 
we've just communicated the hell out of this stuff. Uh, we've reached out to our, our member principals. We've reached out to salespeople. We've had uh, probably 10 uh, salesperson focus, we call them roundtables, or some people call them town halls, whatever, roundtables. We've reached out to them and probably had a total of, I would say, uh, maybe 150 to 200 salespeople on calls talking about strategies, allowing them to open up, share best practices. Um, obviously, we did the same thing with the, the member principals who have been through multiple uh, things. And again, it, the fluidity of it changed from week to week. We have had technician um, uh, happy hours on Friday evenings. Uh, when the ones that are allowed to work are getting back and they're sitting down in their house, had a tough week. And honestly, that's allowing them to vent. They're on the front lines. These guys are the heroes. These guys are the guys that are out there facing the customers, walking into customers' houses and a, a client has somebody sitting on the couch coughing, uh, you know, how to handle those situations, uh, what, what they're using for safety gear right? Uh, wh where they're getting masks, booties, gloves, hand sanitizers from. Um, so in total, um, we've probably had over 50 different meetings wow, over the last amazing. four weeks. Before we continue our conversation with HTSA's John Robbins, here's a quick word from our sponsor. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Residential Tech Talks. Today's episode is brought to you by Elk Products. Connected homes and businesses need smart control solutions focused on security. Elk's M1 security and automation controls provide the ideal combination of security, access control energy management, and integrated control solutions for comfort, convenience, and simplicity. Visit www.elkproducts.com to learn more. Welcome back. We're talking with HTSA's John Robbins. John, as you know, we were talking earlier about some of these uh, specifics in different markets. Are you um, able to put a number on a percentage of how many of your member companies are still working right now versus the ones that are just completely in kind of a pause mode because of their market uh, and, the, and the level of the, the, the virus where they are? Is there a percentage on how many you'd say are not functional at this point other than kind of just keeping it Upload. I, I will tell you, I only know of our 89 members, I only know of one member company that is completely shut down. Okay. Um, so that there's only one. Now, that said, there may be a, a few that only the principals are working right now, but the vast majorities have some level of service out there working as essential, uh, as essential workers. Um, it's very few that are completely shut down. Uh, almost all of them are doing some level of work. That's great to hear. I, I would imagine this is a great time for everyone to embrace the remote service opportunity and to, to really see that as a necessity going forward because we're not going to be, this is going to be something that we're going to have to deal with off and on as before they get a, um, you know, treatment for this virus. So it seems like going forward, everyone's going to want to figure out a way to make this uh, remote end kind of opportunity happen for their service. Um, not only that, obviously, new new ways of going into the home, not only the booties like we've always done, but 
the masks and the gloves and everything just becoming kind of a status quo, right? So new way of life. Um, yes. And uh, actually, that's been an, on my agenda also is trying to find safety equipment uh, that, that our, our members have the ability to go get it. We've put out uh, surveys as to where members are getting things. But yes, it's a it's a complete it's going to be a, a new way of life, at least for a while. Yeah. And so there, there has to be a slowdown of some sort, even even though they are working, I would imagine that it's not the same a level of involvement in projects right now of course depending on the market if it's in phoenix maybe not so much a difference but other places right they, they probably are not doing the, the the same booming business that they had been doing right well here's what's really interesting when a lot of them got basically told that they can't work uh they have a book a bit we have seen it, it really remarkably enough we have seen very few cancellations. We've seen postponements in projects. Okay. And um, what's happening is as these guys are beginning to come back to work, they're telling us they have a solid six to eight weeks of backlog okay. of work. Now, to your point, they're going to do it in a little bit different way. They're going to do it with booties. They're going to do it with gloves. They're going to do it with masks. Um, but they have uh, most of our members have a solid six to eight weeks of backlog of things that they've got to attack uh, and, and get done. Where their concern has been is what happens when they've caught up to that six to eight weeks, because that's the business that they would have been doing from clients that they are talking to now. Yeah. Right. And we've given them strategies for how to find that in six to eight weeks, when you're afraid there's going to be a vacuum, yeah. uh, we've given them we've given them strategies for how to how to go get that business uh, and think about hitting some singles. There's not going to be, you know, a, after things happen. Look, the clients are going to want to upgrade. They they've gotten used to the definition of home is a little different than it had been, right? Mm -hmm. uh, even five or six weeks ago. Uh, People are noticing they're in their homes and they're noticing, geez, here's what I'm missing technologically. I got to get this done in case there is another and there will be peaks and valleys in case I get hit with this again. I want to make sure to have this taken care of. So we're, we're telling our members how to reach out and how to plant that seed because clients that, for instance, um, six weeks ago said, man, I don't need an expensive network. I, you know, why do I need a... A heavy, well, they're finding out over the last four weeks why they need a good network in their homes, right? For sure. Uh, um, so we're we're talking to our our members about hitting singles rather than just home runs, rather than just whale clients. Let's talk about that those sets of clients that are going to want to have upgrade paths for their homes. Yeah, absolutely. Now, as far as your face-to-face -face meetings, you're, you're next scheduled to have a, a, an actual conference in the fall, as usual, right, in October. Um, are you optimistic? It's hard to predict the future, obviously, but uh, are you hopeful that you're going to be able to do that? I'm hopeful. I'm not optimistic. Okay. It, it, is that a fair enough answer? Absolutely. I, I, uh, I, I think that the the... The level of travel that is going to happen certainly through the end of this year until we know that we're well on our way, until we know that things have calmed down and we're well on our way to a vaccine, 
I, I think the level of travel is going to be really difficult. And even if we did have it, it would be hard to get attendees, uh, understandably so. So um, I have hope. Uh, look, there have been other uh, epidemics that have kind of gone away. They've kind of petered out. I, I suppose that could happen. I'm trying to listen to the scientists. Um, yeah. But I, I think that I'm probably uh, preparing, and I will begin to prepare with my staff, how we would do a virtual conference. Yeah. Um, so that that's what we'll be working on. Once we get that our, we know our members are back to work and, and everybody's kind of comfortable, then we'll start work looking at what the uh, fall conference might look like. Yeah, for sure. Well, on a more per personal note, um, everybody's talking about what shows they're getting caught up on uh, at night since they're not traveling or, you know, uh, well, hopefully we're not working through the night. But we are on a lot of calls and our schedules are probably fuller than they've ever been. But uh, are you watching any uh, series that you didn't have a chance to get to before or Netflix or any other outlets? So I, 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 like a lot of people early on, you know, four weeks ago, jumped on, uh, on Tiger, uh, uh, Tiger, Tiger King, it, 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 which was insane. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, insane. Uh, so I certainly was not obsessed with it. I just had to do it from a curiosity standpoint. Um, I'm catching up on a lot of documentaries uh, on, on, uh, uh, right now I'm on, um, uh, Prime, uh, Amazon Prime. Uh, there's a documentary uh, on New York uh, by uh, um, one of the Burns brothers, Ken Burns' yep. brother, Chris Burns, and it's mm -hmm. really uh, terrific. So I'm trying to stay educated. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. But, it, it, you know, uh, hopefully I won't have to do that when the weather breaks. I'll spend some time on my porch and and that kind of thing. But uh, yeah, that's the one that I'm, I'm engulfed in right now. Yeah, I, I, I've gotten uh, into these darker uh, TV shows like uh, um, the, the the one with Jason Bateman, um, Ozark. Yeah, yeah I, I tried to start watching it and I, it, it, it's, it's hard. It was it's too, too intense. Yeah, it was too. It gives intense. you a headache. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But 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 as far as docs go on Amazon Prime, there's a uh, there's a bunch of these uh, classic albums ones that uh, they they've got lined up on there. They'll, you'll find by accident every now and then. And That's great. Really I'll, cool I'll, ones. I'll, I'll have to look that up. Yeah, I just watched one with Peter Gabriel, um, his So album, you know, the one with all the hits on it. And it was just really interesting to see him because I've always been curious about that guy. He's such a creative genius. Well, actually, for the first time, and I remember when it first came out, and I kept telling myself I wanted to watch it was Standing in the Shadows of Motown. And oh, yeah. I finally I finally got a chance to watch it like a week ago. It was tremendous. So. They're great. Yeah. Those backup yeah. singers. So cool. Yeah. Well, well uh, I, I don't want to take much more of your time. I know you've got a lot to do. So um, thanks for, for, you know, sitting down for a minute and talking to us. And uh, good luck with all your meetings and keeping in touch with everyone. We'll, we'll and and, and I just want to wish everybody, uh, everybody health. Um, it, it did hit home here. Um, my middle daughter was infected um, and she was pretty sick for a couple of weeks. We've had four of our member principals have been infected. Um, so I, I, this thing's real. Um, it's, it, it, it'll bring you to your knees for those who are symptomatic. And I just wish everybody health and safety and, uh, 
and this too will get to the other side. Very good. Well, thanks again for your leadership out there and doing what you're doing and keeping in touch with us on it. Uh, really appreciate your time. Thanks, Jeremy. Take care. All right, you too, John. Take care. We really appreciate it. And thanks everyone for joining us today on Residential Tech Talks. Have a great day.